There are so many things that distract us from the best ever performance. Athletes have habits that show up during big events because of the pressure. You would think that after years of training, you would know what is going to happen. Because the games happen every four years, that's enough time for changes in the sport in technology to take place. And the growth and knowledge in technique and methods brings pressure to the surface. Things you didn't see before all of a sudden are right in front of you until under the heat of this chance of a lifetime, you start to get distracted. During the 12th Olympic Winter Games in Innsbruck, Austria, the best downhiller in the world at that time was flown up to the start with a helicopter painted in the Fisher Ski Manufacturer's colors and logo. And no one was immune from being distracted. Franz Klammer arrived in a helicopter and a surprise that no other downhiller had ever seen before and was aware of. I'm Jungle Jim Hunter, and you're listening to 831 Living Your Best Life podcast, where we inspire participation, communicate precision, and empower performers to podium. And I hope that you will tell your friends and relatives and people you work with to go to their favorite podcast provider or junglejimhunter.com or YouTube and subscribe, download, click on like, rate and review us, and become an 831-er, someone that was inspired by this podcast to help them live their best life. Be a first responder. Be positive. Make a difference in someone's life instead of being a distraction. Well, there's one day left before the 32nd Olympic Games in Tokyo will begin in 33 days to the 16th Paralympic Games. And I hope you will watch and support the teams and the sport that you're interested in. Under pressure, athletes and coaches can be distracted or cause a distraction because they are unsettled that what they have been doing and what they've prepared is not or is good enough to win on that demand day at the Games. You have to protect yourself both ways, not to be distracted and not to be a distraction, because either way, you're expending energy you will need for your performance. An Olympic gold medal pole vaulter had trained with the new fiberglass poles and was going to pull them out at the games and use them. But the distraction and hesitancy to do so caused him to jump less height than he normally does and was capable of and ended up winning the silver medal because he was distracted by the impact he thought he would have on everyone else. Athletes that get distracted are unstable in all their ways, and so will find it hard to stay focused on the task at hand. Clammer showed up in the Fisher helicopter and then loaded many pairs of skis along with him, and in the snow lay the new skis that no one else had ever seen before. He had drawn number 15 in the downhill, which is the last number in the first seed, which meant that the best downhillers in the world would already be at the finish, waiting for Franz to come down. And when he crossed the finish line, he would be the gold medalist or someone else would be. What raised the pressure even more and higher was the fact that there were 100,000 screaming Austrian fans waiting to see if he could handle the pressure of the moment for the next minute and 45 seconds. You couldn't plan a distraction any better. Many racers would say, ah, they didn't pay attention to what happened, but the fact that they mentioned it proved they were aware and probably were distracted at some level about it. Climbers run on one of the toughest downhills ever made in the Olympic Games was down a vertical skating rink, for the Austrians had injected water into the snow and once frozen was impregnable. Each athlete comes shoulder to shoulder with their competition, and every word, glance, comment can be used to psychologically distract someone within earshot or eyeshot. Many racers have been psyched out from a best-ever performance by someone making a statement that the forerunner, the test racers who checked the timing and the cameras, fell on a particular difficult part of the course. 
Whether it's true or not isn't the point. But the fact that it was said gets you distracted. If you know you can distract someone, there are athletes that will use these kinds of tactics. Clammer knew that every racer that mattered would be at the finish line when he stepped into the start, so his tactic worked perfectly. Did Clammer plan it, or was it something Fisher Skis did? No one will really know, but it did happen. The athletes in Tokyo starting this week, for many of them, have not been in the same arena for the last 18 months, and so new games and gamesmanship may be played in Tokyo. What gets you off your game? What distracts you from doing your best? What is it that takes you from doing what you know you're capable of doing, but can't pull through? It's why many people and many athletes wear headphones and earbuds and sunglasses or only look down all the time so they can't hear or see what everyone else is doing. Clamor knew everyone saw him arrive and what arrived with him, and they would be done their run, and there was just his run left. The key on this course was to run the toughest corner so you maintained your speed. The racer right in front of him clipped the inside gate of the outside panel to get as far to the left as he could to set his edge. But he knocked it out, and on the way by, it spun around, and the outside panel now became the inside pole. Clammer started up as high as he could when he got to that point in the course to get to the outside gate panel. You would be light for a split second and then dive into the turn, holding an arc turn and hoping you didn't lose any speed. The leader in the finish was Bernard Rusi, and Bernard Rusi was the defending champion. Clammer was behind him at the halfway point on the course. As Clammer claimed to the crucial turn, he didn't know the gatekeeper had not yet replaced the inside pole. Clamor had no way of knowing it, and so attacked. Get on the outside ski, set your edge, but Clamor was two feet further to the left and on a perfect line easier to set the edge and keep it. Bernard Rusi, the leader, entered that corner at 81 miles per hour and exited at 78. Clamor entered at 79 miles an hour and exited at 84, increasing his speed all the way to the finish. What was the other thing Clamor did at the start that may have distracted all the other 14 racers that raced the course ahead of him? Clamor got out of the helicopter. The technicians unloaded brand new downhill skis that looked just like the other skis he raced on, except for one big difference. The new pairs of skis had the tips cut out for more aerodynamic, less wind resistance. The skis were buried in the snow, like always, because that's what you do to keep your skis fast. You bury them in the snow so they don't heat up. Like all the other skis, except the tips were exposed that everyone could see. An edge? Maybe. Perhaps. Creating doubt? It definitely created thoughts. Clamor crossed the finish line, winning the gold to the delight of Austria by 33 hundredths of a second. The difference those tips would have made in a wind tunnel over a minute and 45 seconds on a downhill race. Except for one thing. Clamor's technicians had already buried his race skis at the start in the snow before the helicopter arrived. The other technicians took the new skis out of the helicopter basket and buried every part of the ski except those tips for everyone to see. When he crossed the finish line, he was wearing his race skis he had always worn the ones that he'd won races on before, with ordinary tips, not cut out, with less wind resistance. Now you know the real story. I wonder, how many were distracted by a distraction that had nothing to do with Clamor's performance? I wonder, 
what kind of stories will we hear from Tokyo? My quote for the day, no one can make you feel anything unless you let them. Are you being distracted by the words and by the thoughts and by the doubts you place in your mind and no one else has and you've never taken control of them? Take control of them. You be the person that decides what you're going to do today. Thank you for listening. And I hope you will have grown and will be living your best life with no doubt about what you're going to do the next time we meet.